Um, uh, some of you are here for the first time. I know this. I've seen you. I've said hello to you. I'm very happy you're here. All right. Uh, and uh, do me this favor. Uh, we're at tables. It's a packed house today. I love that you guys start your year off by coming to JHM. I think it's so great. But just do me a favor. Uh, while we're doing this whole thing, we'll, we'll be out of here in a little bit. You know, this isn't going to take a ton of time. Uh, I just would love if you guys just grabbed a seat and could, you know, hold off on the bathroom. And I know the bathrooms are beautiful, very nice plastic tile on the one, very beautiful bathrooms. So if you could hold off on the bathrooms until after service, that'd be uh, amazing. So uh, I have a question for you. Uh, we're talking about relationship today. Uh, and here's my question. You're going to love this question, okay? Uh, have you ever gone a step too far and regretted it? Ever gone a step too far and regretted it? I was at Starbucks one time, sitting there drinking a coffee, uh, which I love, and I'm watching this guy, I'm inside sitting at a table on my computer, uh, and I'm drinking my Starbucks, watching this guy walk, and it was a beautiful Starbucks, and big glass windows, and I'm watching this guy walk, and I know he's walking toward Starbucks, I know he, he just, you know, I know he's walking that direction, because the only direction you could go, and he's texting on his phone, and he's walking, and he's texting, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, uh, it's like when you know something's going to happen, like for the moment you are predicting the future, and it's like, I, this guy's going to walk right into the glass wall, I just know this is going to happen. He's going to walk into the window. And he's walking, he's texting, and I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting for it. And he was close, and then boom, took that one last step, boom, face right into the window. <sighs> and being the pastor, you know, the pastor shepherd that I am, I laugh and in his face. And then invited him to church, so it was fine. And, you know, that was his step too far. Uh, I, have you ever uh, been, you know, bored and Googled or, or searched on YouTube, um, stupid people playing Pokemon Go? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like I could spend a whole week watching videos of people that's like they're just not paying attention. They're they're on their phone playing you're catching a Pikachu or a, you know whatever they're looking for and they're just going and they're not paying attention to anyone and they take like this one two steps too far like into a street with cars moving everywhere because they're not paying attention. Like sometimes we take steps too far without paying attention all the time. Maybe you've taken a step too far into a big glass window like the Starbucks guy or into a street for, with cars going everywhere like the Pokemon dumb Pokemon Go people. But maybe you've taken a step too far in an argument with someone. I know I've done that. You, know, you had an argument with someone and you kind of have that, that line in the back of your head, that thing you know if you say it, it's like a nuclear bomb in the conversation and you're holding it back, you're holding it back and then you're just like, they're going to get it. And you unload the line that you just know is just going to explode everything. And I've done that. I've totally done that. I've gone too far online before. I have friends, I follow them on, on Facebook and they, they, they start posting stuff and you know they get into an argument, Facebook arguments or just, I don't know, if you know Instagram arguments. Like People are commenting like, and I do this with people, so I follow, oh boy, I follow uh, a bunch of Disney, like Star Wars stuff for whatever reason, I just like Star Wars a ton, and there's this one uh, uh, Star Wars social club, or it's a social club of people, weird people, that wear these vests, like they're in a biker gang, but it's about, you know, Disney cartoons and, and shenanigans, so I'm, so Princess Leia passed away recently, and this one guy from this Kylo Ren, you know, club, you know, fan club uh, with their vests, posted something about it that was pretty, I thought, inappropriate. I thought it was very rude. So I commented, letting him know that I thought it was very inappropriate and rude, and I got into an Instagram argument with this guy, okay? Now, I didn't go too far, but other people who were arguing as well, they went way too far, okay? I would not go that far. But, you know, you, you're getting into an argument with someone that you're not seeing, that you're not talking to, maybe even strangers you don't know, and we're a lot more free to share our opinions and our thoughts. We're a lot more free to go a step too far sometimes. Like, I've done it. I've done it.
Now, here's the thing. This is what I really I believe. I believe that it's not hard to take steps. We're all really good at taking steps. Today, we're going to talk about how to take steps in our faith, in our relationship with Jesus. This is an important thing. Because, you know, sometimes, and this is maybe just me, I think sometimes, and we're, once again, good at taking steps. Sometimes it feels like we take a lot of steps forward in our relationship with Jesus. And then it feels like sometimes we're taking steps backwards. Like, you know, so uh, my wife is, in my house, there's always a, some, someone is always sleeping at my house. And it's never me, for whatever reason, okay? It's the baby's sleeping, or Beckett is sleeping, or my nanny. We have a nanny that lives with us. She's sleeping. My wife's sleeping. Somebody's always sleeping, so I can never have the TV, the volume that I need. And I need, like, I have a nice TV. I need a nice, loud volume. If something's exploding, I want to feel the explosion on my face. Like, I, I don't want to have, a, you know, this quiet. So I turn the volume at, like, a 10, and my wife's, like, even at a 10, she's like, you got to turn it down. And so she says, like, I can hear her from the other room, babe, you got to turn it down. And whenever she says it, I immediately turn the volume up to, like, 20. So then when she says, turn it down, I'm like, oh, uh, she said, you turned it up. I'm like, oh, I, forget, I meant to turn it down. And then I turn it down to, like, 13 or, like, 12. Okay, so, like, I actually gain a couple points. And so, you know, that's what faith is sometimes. And that's what relationship with Jesus feels like sometimes. Sometimes it feels like you take, like, 10 steps forward. For me, when I was in junior high, I'd go to a camp. Camp's the same way. You go to a camp and you feel like you've taken 10 steps in your faith. You know, you, you go into your life group and you have this great experience in life group and you feel like you've taken 10 steps in your faith. But then you get back into school or back into home and you're not doing worship every day. You're not in God's word every day. Like, you're not living that camp experience. And so it feels like you're actually taking steps backwards. Now, here's the thing, that's a normal thing. You know, a couple steps forward, a couple steps back, like, it's all a journey that we're on to get closer to Jesus, and there isn't just one path. Like, there isn't just one way to take steps in your faith. Everyone's step is different, and this is what I've learned. This is what I've learned. Regardless of where or what your step is, you have to at least know what your step is, and you have to know why you're taking these steps. Here's the thing. Uh, I want to take a look a, a little bit about faith and relationship with Jesus. It's going to be up here on the screen. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Um, this is what it says. Faith with Jesus is relationship with Jesus. They're not separate things. Faith with Jesus is relationship with Jesus. If you want to grow your faith, then you need to grow your relationship. If you feel you have a struggling faith with Jesus, it's probably because you have a struggling relationship with Jesus. You know, sometimes people think, well, oh, my faith with Jesus, my relationship with Jesus, like I, I read the Bible, like isn't that enough? Now imagine this. Imagine if you had never met your parents. Imagine if you were born, you were raised by someone else, maybe the government, and you never meet your parents, okay? You never meet them. You maybe, and your only, you know, connection with your parents are maybe they send you birthday cards, they send you Christmas cards, Easter, they send you cards in the holidays, but, but you never actually meet them. That you're, the definition of your relationship with your parents, imagine if it was only reading these cards that they send you. See, that's what, that's the, that's what people who, who say that their faith and relationship with Jesus is just tied to reading the Bible. Well, I read the Bible, don't I? I read that enough. I don't know why my faith isn't growing. Well, you're making your faith in Jesus about just reading the Bible. You know, here's what I believe. I believe that God, who is, you know, the Father, a very incredible guy. It's going to be up here on the screen. Uh, I believe that, that because God didn't send us something to learn, he sent us a person to know. He didn't send us the Bible to just read that and learn stuff and just rattle off facts, okay? This isn't a test. You know, faith is relationship. 
with Jesus. You can't separate the two. You know, God sent us a person to know the person of Jesus. And I want to get into the, the scripture together. I want to learn something from the book of Matthew. So if you have your Bibles, open them to the book of Matthew chapter 14. And we're going to learn something together. And this is the real world illustration, the real world example of what it looks like to put trust and to take steps toward relationship with Jesus and not just toward faith. So here we go. Uh, this is what it says in the book of Matthew. You can use your table of contents. I use mine all the time. Matthew uh, is the very first book of the New Testament. Um, so this is what it says. Immediately after this, which chapter 13 is about Jesus feeding the 5,000, which is an incredible story. I encourage you to read it. Immediately after this, the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side. The word insisted is important. Because Jesus knew what was about to happen. See, things, Jesus has a plan. And I think we miss that a lot. We miss that Jesus has a purpose and a plan to what's happening. And maybe things that are happening are really tough. And we look and say, well, how does Jesus have a plan? How is this part of his plan? Well, the the disciples probably said the same thing in a couple verses. You're going to see it. But Jesus insisted that they get in the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. Jesus had a reason for this, insisting. Um, while he sent the people home, so the people that were there for the feeding of the 5,000, sent them all home. After sending them home, he went up to the hill by himself to pray. Um, Night fell while he was there alone. So if you, just a side note, if you're thinking, well, how do I grow my relationship? Well, you know, something that I love about, you know, relationship with people is you do, there's common things you guys do. There's, you know, you have a relationship with someone, there's commonalities you have. You know, if we're looking for commonalities with Jesus as we have a relationship with Jesus, this is something to look at. He goes off and prays by himself, and that's a hard thing for some people, I get that. But he leads by example, showing us what he did. There's a reason that verse is in the Bible. No verse is in the Bible as a throwaway verse. Everything has a reason. Jesus went out to pray alone because he wants us to see that we are meant to also go and pray and talk to God by ourselves. We don't need to do it in a group all the time. We can do it independently. So that's just a little side note. That's a little freebie to prove I went to Bible college. Uh, Night fell. This is what it says. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land. Now, you remember, Jesus insisted that they get into the boat. Jesus, things aren't a shock to Jesus. Jesus knows what's happening. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, so very early in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on water. So I just want to stop right there, because immediately some of you are saying, walking on water, what? Well, here's the thing. This is what I love. We get a chance here to not just look at, so Jesus, there's two parts to Jesus. There's Jesus, the human side of Jesus, Jesus that has body odor and goes to the bathroom and, and, you know, farts. Okay, there's that human side of Jesus. You know, the side of Jesus that cares about people and, you know, prays for people, makes time for people, eats dinner with people. That's a human being thing to do. And then there's the God side of Jesus. The God side of Jesus, the powerful side of Jesus. That's the Jesus that is healing people from their illnesses. That's the Jesus that feeds 5,000. That's the Jesus that went to the cross and died on the cross and then woke up three days later to save us from our sins, to give us a home and a hope for the future in heaven. So this is the God side of Jesus. This story that is happening, this depiction of this story, is looking at the God side of Jesus, the miracle side of Jesus. And he's walking on water, and it's this incredible thing. It's blowing the disciples' mind. Actually, it's freaking them out. See, in verse 26, when the disciples saw him walking on water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost, which I would probably do the exact same thing, walking on water. They've never seen anything like this before. See, we read about it now as junior hires, 
but they were living this. They've never seen anything like this before. You know, this is the thing that's so hard, and I, I would probably freak out too. I'd be, I'd be very afraid. I'd be very cautious. Um, I'd have a very scared moment, but Jesus calms their fears. This is what he says. Verse 27, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. Now remember, we're talking about relationship. We're talking about taking steps in our relationship with Jesus. Okay, taking steps. Then Peter called out to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. Now, you know, I don't know about you. Man, I'd be freaking out. I would be freaking out. I'd be so nervous stepping out of that boat. Like, I'd be so nervous to to have the willingness to, to step out and trust, not just in faith, because you can have faith, but his faith here isn't based on just believing something that he read. He knew Jesus. He had relationship with Jesus. Peter's faith was based on the relationship he had with Jesus. So I I hope that I have the kind of relationship with Jesus that I'd be willing to trust and have faith that I could step out of a boat too if I was in this situation with the disciples. You know, this is what Peter, this isn't in the Bible, but this is what I think Peter is thinking. So this is just my point of view. I I think he's thinking, I don't have faith I can walk on water, but I have faith in my relationship with you. I feel like that's what he's saying to Jesus. I don't have faith that I can do this by myself. I don't think I'm capable of walking on water, but I have faith in my relationship with you, Jesus. So Peter gets out of the boat because of this relationship. Because what are we talking about? We're talking about relationship and taking steps in our faith because of relationship with Jesus, taking steps in our relationship with him. This is what happens in the next verse. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. I would be freaking out. I'd be walking out there, and you know that you have that moment where you realize, oh my gosh, I'm actually walking on water right now, and, and, and I would lose my mind. You know what I love about this, though? I love that in the moment where he's losing it, he didn't try and fix it himself. See, I think we, we do that. Like, I don't know about you, but I know for me, you know, I learned when I was a kid that, you know, whenever you get into trouble, like if something goes wrong, like if you got yourself into this mess, you can... Get yourself out of it. I learned that when I was a kid. Here's the thing. Jesus doesn't believe that. Jesus believes that if you get yourself into a mess, he wants to help you out. That if you get yourself in over your head, he wants to be the one to help you get out of it. Peter knew this because when he was starting to sink, he didn't say, okay, well, I can figure this out. I can swim. Oh, I I can figure this out. I I can float. Like Maybe I can get back to the boat quick enough. That's not what he said. You know, we do that. We get into trouble at school, and instead of going to our teacher or principal, you know, we think we can figure it ourselves, and we, we typically we don't. When we get into trouble, we don't think, man, I can go to my parents about this. Well, no, I can't go to my parents because they're, they're going to think that I'm still a kid, and I've got to be grown up. I've got to get myself out of this trouble that I'm in. You know, we don't think, oh, I'm going to go find Justin, I'm going to talk to him, or I'm going to text him, or I'm going to email him, or I'm going to find my, my life group leader, I'm going to talk to them. You know, I, I'm going to get someone to help me. We don't think like that. We think, well, if we get ourselves into the mess, we can get ourselves out. But Jesus is saying, if you get yourselves into a mess, I want to be the one to help get you out. So this is how Jesus responds. This is so good. Remember, we're talking about relationship. We're talking about taking steps in our relationship with Jesus. This is what he says. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. I don't know about you. That's the kind of relationship with God that I want. I want a relationship with God that when I say, God, I need help, 
I've stepped out of this boat, I've trusted, and things aren't going the way I thought they would go, and I need help. I want to say that I'm following a God that when I say I need help, he's the one that reaches out to help. That I'm not waiting, I'm not hearing nothing, that I follow a God, I have a relationship with Jesus, that when I need help, he reaches out to help me. He reached out and grabbed him, and this is so good, You're, if, you don't, if you miss this, it's like, it's like you didn't even show up today. If you miss this, you miss everything. This is so good. You have so little faith, okay, which is true. You can have little faith. Some of you might think, man, I have little faith. Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like it's hard for me to believe some of this. I feel it's hard for me to understand some of it. I have a lot of questions about this. I don't know if I have a relationship with Jesus. Like, I, don't, I think I have a relationship with Jesus, but I don't think it's as good as it has been. Like, I, I feel like I am the one with little faith. Here's the thing. It's okay to have little faith. Let me be the one to tell you it's all right. Because this is the most powerful verse in this whole story. This is so good. Jesus said, why did you doubt me? You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? See, that first statement is about faith. See, but that second statement, that question, is about relationship. You know, Jesus is saying, hey, listen, I know you didn't think you could walk on water. It's okay. I know you started to sink and you're losing your mind. You're freaking out. That's okay. Why did you doubt me? Like, you know me. You know, this is Jesus talking to one of his disciples. You know me. We've spent time together. We've gotten to know each other. Why would you doubt that I would have your back? You're freaking out for no reason. I'm here. You know me. Because, see, faith is tied to relationship. You can have a weaker faith, and you only get faith stronger by having a strong relationship. Peter's relationship with Jesus was strong, and that's why Jesus was saying, you know me. Why are you doubting me? You know, here's the thing that I, I always find to be so interesting. That, that as we are growing in our faith, as we are taking steps, we don't think the way we think about faith as we think about other things. So here's a question I want you to, to think about. It's going to be up here on the screen. This is what it says. Have I been taking steps forward to Jesus or backwards from Jesus? You know, and we think about this, and it's so easy when we think about it in terms of the stuff we do regularly, right? Well, yeah, I want to build the best social media account. I want thousands of people to come to my account and to say, oh my gosh, these photos are beautiful. They are perfectly edited. The lighting is magnificent. I must follow this person and like everything they have, even from years ago. I will go back and meticulously like everyone, which is creepy, by the way. People do that. It's very, very creepy, very uncomfortable. But you know what it's like to take steps to improve that if you want to improve it. You know athletes. Where are my athletes? Who plays the sport? Where are my athletes? All right, you know what it takes to improve in your sport. You know what it looks like to take steps toward practicing more, to watching film, to watching what you eat. If you, that's a thing. I, I used to wrestle. I had to watch what I eat sometimes. To, to going to games, to then picking apart how you did in those games, to receive coaching from someone. You know, I know a lot of students they can't go to camp this year because they have, like, tournaments and stuff. I'm not knocking sports, but you know what it looks like to take steps in becoming a better athlete. You know what it looks like to take steps. Where are my music people or my art people or my dance people? You know what it looks like to practice and to keep practicing and to work at it and to improve. Like, you know what it looks like to grow in it. Like, you know that you're not going to wake up one day and be this, this pro-level athlete. You know you're not going to wake up one day and be this expert level musician or artist or dancer. You know that it takes steps, but sometimes we wake up one day and we say, well, why isn't my faith strong? Why isn't my relationship with Jesus strong? 
Well, it's because you woke up one day just expecting it to be strong, but you haven't taken the steps to get there. Listen, relationship with Jesus is done one step at a time. It's not done overnight. It's not done quickly. It takes time to do it. Here's the thing I want you to write this down. It's hard to have faith in Jesus without relationship with Jesus. It's hard to have faith in Jesus without relationship with Jesus. Because you know what that becomes? It just becomes knowledge. Listen, if you want to take a test on Christianity, I have tests I can give you. I went to school for this. I have tests. Jeremy has tests. Kristen has tests. She has more education than I do. Like, I, if you want to take tests, you want to read textbooks about Christianity, about Jesus, like, you know, I'll give them all to you. It'll be great. But I'm telling you, if you want to grow your faith, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. If you're not growing in relationship with Jesus, you're never going to grow your faith in Jesus. You can't have faith in something you don't know. You know, here's the thing. I, I, I want you to jot this down. It's the bottom line for today. A strong relationship with Jesus happens one step at a time. It happens one step at a time. A strong relationship with Jesus happens one step at a time. And we're, we're you know, good at talking about steps, okay, so you get the idea of taking steps. But here's my question to you. This is a hard question. What if we all took a step or knew what our next step was? Like, what if we all said, okay, we're going to take a step in our faith? Like, we all agreed, you know, the athletes, the, I mean, we hit everybody in the room, the athlete people, the social media people, the, you know, the, the artist, the dancer, the musician, everyone in the room knows how to take steps in what they're doing. They know how to take steps to get better grades. They know how to take steps. What if we all agreed, but well, we're going to take steps in our faith, in our relationship with Jesus? Like, what if we said 2017 is the year where we're going to take steps in our relationship with Jesus? And by the way, that's what I'm saying. As the pastor of junior high, I love you guys. 2017 is going to be the year of taking steps in our relationship with Jesus. This year, there's not going to be any confusion. If you leave, if we're here a year from now, you know, eighth graders, you'll be in high school, but seven, sixth and seventh graders, if we're here a year from now and you are saying, man, I just don't know what steps to take, I don't know what to do, then I haven't done my job. Because this year, we are going to make it very clear the steps that we take to move forward our relationship with Jesus. Because, see, here's the thing. What if we all agreed we were going to take steps, and then we actually knew what the step was that we were going to take? Like, what if we could, maybe, maybe not, we're not going to walk out of here knowing, but what if in the next couple weeks, maybe there's winter camp, you know, by the end of January, we could verbalize if someone said, hey, you, what step are you taking to, in your relationship with Jesus? We were able to say, you know what, this is the step I'm taking right now. There's a lot of steps to take. And my step looks different than your step, but this is the step you're taking to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Okay, here's an even better question. This is a painful question. I'm about to ask a very painful question. It's very, because some of your feelings are going to get hurt, okay? What if you actually told someone else what your step was to grow and take a step in your relationship with Jesus? What if it wasn't just a secret to you? See, you know, the, the thing I love about sports, and I played sports, the thing I love about sports is if you're trying to get better at sports, there's always someone who is better or someone who's also trying to get better. Like, they practice together. I don't know if you do a thing and you practice with someone. You know, you do, you know, football, you're doing baseball, and, like, you, you together as a team, as a group, maybe it's a musical instrument and you practice together, you as a group are trying to get better and improve and grow and take steps in the thing you're doing. What if we had that same idea when it came to taking steps in our relationship with Jesus? What if you included your life group in the steps you're taking? What if you went to a leader and said, hey, I just want you to know, this is the step I'm taking. This is the step I want to take in my relationship with Jesus. Can you keep me accountable? Can you ask me questions about it? 
can you, can you help me take this step? I actually feel like I've hit a, hit a wall. I feel like I'm not taking steps forward. I need help taking steps. Can you help me? Can you coach me? Can you mentor me? You know, here's an even, ooh, this one's dark. Let's get some Red Bull for this one. Oh, it's so dark. What if you, students, went to your leaders and asked them what their next step is? What if you held your leaders accountable the way I'm asking leaders and myself to hold you accountable? What if you went to, if you're in Tyler Sipp's life group, or you're in Sarah's life group, or Brian's life group, or any of our other great leaders, and you went to them and said, hey, you know, you're older than me, you know, you're further along in your relationship with Jesus, you know, your step's going to look different than my step. But I want to know, what's your step? What's the step you're trying to take this, this year, this time, this month to grow in your relationship with Jesus? And then you asked your leader, and then you actually checked in with them. Hey, how are you doing taking your step? What if we had that level of openness in junior high, where you knew your step, where, where others knew your step, and where you knew your leader's step, that you knew that we as a junior high, as JHM, were all taking steps forward together? You know, here's the thing that's so hard sometimes. This is so hard. When we, when we take that step out of the boat, you know, when we have that moment in our life where we take a step out, just like Peter did, when, when you have that moment where you say, okay, God, you can, I can't, and I want to grow, and I want to take steps, and I'm going to do it, when, when that moment happens for you, and it's a beautiful moment, by the way, you're either going to fall flat on your face because you haven't taken the steps, or you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh my gosh, my relationship with Jesus is strong. And so my faith is strong because the two are tied together. You know, here's what I love. And I, it's the bottom line. Again, I want you to, to know it and write it down so that when your parents say, hey, what did you learn today in JHM? You can say, well, this is what I learned. I learned that a strong relationship with Jesus happens one step at a time. And then you look at your parents and what do you say to your parents? What did you learn today? Mom, dad, questioning me, grilling me. What did you learn today? You know, I, I think this can be done, guys. I totally think this can be done. I think camp, if you're going to camp, you are going to get a huge, like, burst of this at camp. When we get back from camp, we're going to be talking about this. Every week we're going to be talking about this. You're going to see resources and tools. You're going to hear from leaders that we are going to help every single student in junior high not only find a person who knows them and a place to belong in junior high, because I believe that's important, we're going to help every single student this year figure out what their next step is in their relationship with Jesus, and we're going to help students take that step. So you're going to see me, I'm going to come to you, and here's the thing, this is going to happen. I'm going to come to you and I'm going to say, hey, you, you know, what's your name? Because I don't know your name, there's just so many of you. What's your name? And you're going to tell me your name, and I'm going to say, I'm Justin, I work here. And I'm going to say, hey, have you figured out what your next step in your relationship with Jesus is? You know, is it a better prayer life? Is it, is it reading the Bible more? Not just to learn stuff, but to learn how to live and do stuff. Is it serving people more? Is it figuring, you know, figuring out how to help the poor and the needy and the outsider find belonging in, the, in their own relationship with Jesus? Is it making an impact on your school campus? Is it starting a Bible club on your campus that I'm telling you, you some kid comes to me and wants to start some kind of a Bible club or something on their campus, not only will I fund it with all the money in the universe, I will help you do it. I'll show up to it. I'll help you make it happen because I believe that students need to take steps on their campus in their relationship with Jesus. When you, when I come to you and say, what is your next step? And you might not know. And if you don't know, just say, I don't know. But then I want you to listen because I'm going to help you. We are going to help every student figure out what their next step in their relationship with Jesus is. And actually, this is so good, we're actually going to start doing this right now. 
Because this is what we're going to do, guys. On the screen, you're going to see there's a couple different stations that we're going to have around the room because I want students to actually be, be able to take a step today. And here are a couple of them, okay? Over there by Yoda where the boys are hanging out, but don't be afraid of the boys, okay? Kristen's going to be over there. And here's the thing. If, you, if your next step needs to be diving back into a life group, maybe you are in a life group and you're disconnected from your life group. Maybe you're in a life group and you haven't been showing up and no one's been noticing, so you just haven't been going. Maybe you're not in a life group and you want to get into a life group. Kristen has every answer in the universe you're looking for. Over here in the ball pit, Brandon and a bunch of other leaders are going to be here. And this is what they're going to be here for. If you are the student that you're, you're in a stormy season of your life, that you know, you're in a stormy season where things are not going well and you don't know what to do and there's confusion and there's fear there, they, they want to hear that story and they want to pray for you and encourage you. And maybe you're a student in here where you hear all this stuff about Jesus. Man, I, I'm telling you, when I went to church for the very first time, I was invited, my mom was invited by a friend of hers. I went to church for the very first time. Never been to church before in my life. I grew up Jewish. Never been to church before. And I sat there and I was listening to the Sunday school teacher. I was wearing a tie. Talk about this guy, Jesus. Never heard about Jesus before. And I hear about this Jesus and I say, I want to put my faith in a guy like that. And I said, yes, I said, I believe to Jesus that day for the very first time. Never been to church before. So maybe you're sitting there and saying, man, I have a relationship with Jesus that I feel has gone sideways. Maybe I don't have a relationship with Jesus, and I want to start one today. I want to say, I believe. There's going to be leaders over here who want to talk to you and help you with that. And lastly, questions. Uh, you heard them talk about it. We're going to do this Instagram live thing uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week. It's going to be with me. Jeremy's going to be on there. And we, we're going to answer questions. And we're, we're not doing it Monday and Tuesday. You know why? Because we actually want to get the questions that you write in. So we've already had some students DMing us on Instagram with questions. Um, there's questions that they've written down on their pieces of paper. Uh, and they put them in the boxes in the back. And we're actually going to look at those questions Monday and Tuesday. So when we do this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to have real answers for it. So I encourage you to check it out. It'll be great. But maybe your next step's asking a question. Sit where you are. DM a question in. Write it in. It's all anonymous. Even if you DM it in and I know it's you, I'm not going to ruin your life over it. Here's the deal. I want everyone to stand on up. Stand on up. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Everybody in the room, stand up. I want this moment. Stand on up, girls. Stand on up. I want this moment to be remembered as the moment that you are going to start taking steps in your relationship with Jesus. So some of you, this is your first step. Just being here and standing up is your first step. And some of you are going to move around the room. You're going to talk to leaders. We have great leaders over there. You're going to talk to Kristen. Some of you are going to sit back down and DM a question. Some of you are going to write in a question. But I want everyone to do something today. Standing up was your first step. I can't wait to see what your next step is. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our students as they move around to different stations. God, we are just so excited that this year is going to be a year about us taking steps in our relationship with Jesus. That's what this year is about. Uh, it's going to be incredible.